0: Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join US Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Coming up on this week's episode of Hip Hop Now podcast, it is the 2024 preview show. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to Hip-Hop Now Podcast. If you're from the future, you know what to do. Get your ass out of here. Don't disrespect the legend. Hip-Hop is here to stay. Let's get right into the business. What up, y'all? I am your host, Vegas. And this is Hip-Hop Now Podcast. A podcast specifically designed to keep you caught up in the year 2024. On all things hip hop, music, and culture, uh, happy new year to you. You know, if I haven't seen you or spoke to you already, I haven't. Uh if you're wondering, like, yeah, you know, I was kind of busy during the holidays, you know what I'm saying? I usually listen, I usually watch, I don't I didn't get to watch, you know, what's your best of? I already did that. Okay. Uh <laughs> you get the link is in the description of this episode. My best of 2023. Ten albums that I think you should check out, but five that I liked the most from that year. Uh, Also did an episode, uh, top five most disappointing albums. You should also check that out because maybe you feel differently. Maybe you didn't know these albums dropped. Maybe you just want to hear my perspective. I don't know. Check them all out. Big shout out to the Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash hip hop. Now, if you would like to know what that's all about, click the link in the description of this episode. Now, before we start the preview, excuse me, let's just recap just a little bit. 2023 and what kind of year it was for hip-hop. I said this on my uh, year-end show that 2023, for me, wasn't disappointing. It just didn't really meet my expectations given the fact that it was 50 years of hip-hop it was kind of strange because on one end LL Cool J and Nas were doing everything right it felt like they were the ambassadors of everything that was happening and then there were people who were kind of missing from the celebration right and I'm not just talking about Jay-Z I mean like There were people who we thought we saw everybody on these stages, but we didn't, like MC Hammer and stuff like that. Like, to me, all of that is hip-hop. All of it should have been there. I get why people uh, like Hammer didn't want to pop up on things, but I think he deserved his flowers. And sure, back then they didn't give him his his props and his love, but, I I, I mean, it's kind of how life works, right? Like, some things you got to get over with. Man, we we wanted to give Hammer his flowers we wanted to see him on stage dancing okay we wanted that Uh, some didn't but but nevertheless you cannot deny his impact now Ice is a different story but Hammer is very different uh, mainly because he was a polarizing figure in hip hop back then uh, with the music he made and stuff like that and people were hating on him and I blah 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 I'm not going to get into it but again there was just a lot in 2023 that felt like <sighs> it should have been better. We we should have, like, I, I felt like in 2023, we should have got everything, right? We got a release of Nas's original, I Am the Biography, but only on vinyl. I don't think it's on streaming services. I did a video on that. Check it out. It was pretty popular. so cool. Um. Stuff like that, right? Like, why didn't we just get all the mythological albums, right? That album, Detox. Y'all know how I feel about Detox. I'm not going to say it this year. Um, You know, just stuff like that where it was like, yo, this studio album that was made by this person, this person, but never came out because of this. We're putting it out now. Put some of them shelved albums out because some of those shelved albums are crazy when they come out. Right. Large Professor's original album, the LP. Just thinking about if that had came out at that time. Crazy. You know, Rod Digger's album that uh, came out a few years back. Ill Nana 2 to me, which. I think it was the best Foxy album that came out way too late. Um, so stuff like that, we should have just I mean, those things already dropped. But I'm just talking about albums like that, that had been sitting on the shelves that artists know, and they know those al- albums are locked away in, you know, record industry bullish, uh, <laughs> that they would just say, like, yo, let's put this out. You know, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, but now we are in the year 2024, and I must say that. I am very optimistic considering what we didn't get in 2023. I'm thinking 2024, like, okay, we had 50 years of hip-hop. Now, what's the next 50? I feel like we want to get some joints. So, let's get right into the business. Now, I had to organize this because in years past, I just kind of freestyled and riffed and just said everything I want. And, you know, as it came to my mind, and I realized even though these shows do well, it was a little bit unorganized on my part. So now it is organized into three categories. So I'm going to keep it light albums on the way that I am anticipating, albums I'm curious about, and hip hop wishes. That's the fun part. Say that for the end. So let's start with albums on the way. I got five that I wanna, uh, that I'm highly anticipating. Like, I can't wait for these particular albums to come out. We know they exist. We know they're supposed to come out. They were rumored to even come out last year, and they didn't. So here we are, 2024. At the top, Snoop Dogg's album produced by Dr. Dre. Now, why, right? Some people may say, hey, look, man, I'm getting tired of Snoop. I'm seeing him everywhere. Like, it's, he's just losing what I remembered about him. Slow down. Snoop's catalog, which I did a tier list for, is interesting because most people checked once they heard Dog Father, they just checked out. Like that was it for Snoop album especially once he went to No Limit. That was it. But if you listen to Snoop's catalog and go through it, he got some very dope albums. Like obviously Doggy Style is at the top to me blue carpet treatment is right under that that's number two but then he's had a number of albums that were pretty good or dope over the years right but one thing in particular was always true and it happened in i say two instances right when snoop left death row and went to no limit and that first album was not good but the second album, and I think uh, the third album, "The Last Meal," featured Dr. Dre production, right? Fast forward to the Blue Carpet Treatment, the album I talked about. You know, before that, Snoop had worked with Premier and Pharrell and had hits. Worked with everybody. Blue Carpet Treatment. He does a song with Dr. Dre. Imagine when I tell you. Every time Snoop and Dr. Dre get together, it is magic. The nostalgia, the feeling of early Death Row comes right back. It just does. Snoop sounds best over Dre production. Now, he sounds good over other production, but it's something about Dre's sound and Snoop's performance and probably, you know, just the energy of Dre and Snoop being back together that is always dope. It always results in a great album for Snoop. It's like, once he works with Dr. Dre, boom, you bump it up. Oh, new album, top three. Like, it's like that. Um, So as I understand it to be, I think this album is entirely produced by Dre. I cannot wait. When they did the Super Bowl halftime show, he kind of hinted at it. He had the death row, you know, buying death row thing, but he kind of hinted at it. And then last year in 2023, it felt like it was about to drop, but there wasn't really a single. And then nothing happened. So I'm hoping in 2024 we get this out. Next up, J. Cole, the fall off. J. Cole wrote up like a. On a piece of paper, the different projects that were going to drop from him, right? And uh, even though the fall off is like the final of those projects, I believe it will drop this year, maybe later in the year, because I think there's one project before that. But I think it will drop this year. And why I anticipated so much is because his last album was pretty dope, but I can't front. I stopped listening after a while, mainly because I felt like with that album, uh, I forget the name, the one with the basketball hoop on fire. Um, the jump shot, something like that, (laughs) but I felt like that album, he was trying to prove a point lyrically that, yo, I'm nice. Right. So everything was really about bars and, and which is not a bad thing, but I think where J Cole is strongest is when he combines the two, right? He gives you some bars, gives you some storytelling, some perspective, like some songs. And I think that's what was missing from that last album. It was kind of like off the rip. Yo, this is, this is dope. But it just didn't leave me listening to it for much longer after that. You know, especially now it's not one I would go back to. Um, 2024. will see the 10 year anniversary of arguably his best album, in his catalog, maybe not even arguably, um, forest hill uh 2014 forest hill drive the fall off gotta be dropping uh one of the reasons why you know i also felt like i'm anticipating this album more than others is the fact that his his features his features have been kind of crazy lately right and i'm not just talking to 2023 and the stuff he did with drake i'm i'm going even beyond that like the joint uh, John P's caddy with uh, Benny the Butcher. Like, that's the verse on it. Like, I'm a big Benny the Butcher fan who also has an album dropping uh, in January. If you're from the future, get your ass out of here. January passed, okay? For you, not for me. Uh, (laughs) But, like, he made me look at Benny the Butcher like, oh, you're on this level of rapping, and I like it. J. Cole's here. It's a presence, right? It's a presence he has on these tracks that not only feels like confidence in the words he's saying, but in his bars and his delivery and everything. So I I mean I really I, I really can't say much more beyond the fact that I am really anticipating this album and I'm curious. To see what, you know, what's going to be there. You know, um, I don't need another Drake collabo. That's, we good. The the joint on Drake's album and then the scary hours, that was enough. Okay, we don't, we don't need another one. Unless, unless you make a song called The Big Three. Featuring Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. Now you're talking. Okay. That one's free of charge, Mr. Cole. Mob Deep album. Now, look, this could be a, a wishful thinking thing of when it drops, but we know it's in the works. Prodigy said, Yo, I'm not Prodigy, rest in peace, Prodigy. Havoc said, I'm working on a Mob Deep album, right? With P on it. Now, we don't know what this is. This could be him taking songs that they have, that they were working on, that were never released and making an album. This could be unfinished songs where they throw a bunch of features on the album to kind of make up for the lack of vocals from Prodigy. The latter, I'm not that much of a fan of because it's the thing that's always done and it's hit or miss and it always kind of signals that the party's over. You know, that this guy has passed on and we, we don't have anything else from him, unlike Tupac. Um, but I think the blueprint for Havoc, if he could do it, I don't know what he has for a new Mob Deep album, is the last Gangstar album. That is probably next to a Tribe Called Quest, right? Which was different. A Tribe Called Quest album. Fife was there for the majority of it. That's why they had so much. So it, he wasn't really absent. He didn't die. And all of a sudden, you know, we only got three verses. Like, nah, he did mad music with the group before. Whereas Guru, Premier just, just chefed the project, right? He made it feel like a gangstar album. J. Cole was on it also. Um, it didn't feel like, oh, I only got a hook from guru or i only got half a verse from guru it felt like him and guru made a project and it sound like a gangsta album that's what we need from a mob deep album we need the beats to evoke evoke that uh sinister sound that havoc is known for that feels like mob deep um we need as many verses from prodigy as we can get we need uh Features from those that are part of the Mob Deep infamous universe, right? Right, like maybe a in there, you know. Maybe Alchemists get on the bars and on the beat and stuff like that. Don't put. A- I love J. Cole. Don't put him on a Mob Deep album. No, I know. I know he's good for it, but. Do something different. Put somebody on there that throws... Put Stove God on there, right? Somebody like that. Put Benny on there. Somebody, right? But not too many of them. Don't put all of them on there because we don't want to hear that. Those albums typically always, again, always feel like the party's over. All right, I'm I'm going way too long on this. Uh, Two more. LL Cool J's album produced... By Q-Tip, I think it was called "The Force," or that was the name of the single. I don't like. Don't call the album that. Please don't call the album that because I know you guys are older. That sounds old because it means nothing. You're not Jedi, okay? <laughs> but in 2023, we thought that we, we thought we were going to get that album. L. Cool J was everywhere. He was the ambassador. He even performed Times Square for on New Year's Eve. Right before the ball drop, right? Crazy. LL Cool J could do a halftime uh, Super Bowl show. Yeah, I need to make that happen. That would be crazy. Um, with guest appearances, obviously. But we thought that the album was coming out because we finally got a single, and when we heard it, at least for the most part, we were all like, "Okay, okay, this is what it's going to sound like." I'm with it. I could hear this, you know, drop the album, and they didn't drop the album. And I think momentum was lost because the way they released the single, it kind of isolated the fan base to only those who have uh, Sirius XM subscriptions. Nope nope, 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 I I get it. Maybe there's a bag behind that. Maybe it drives audience to your current business right you just don't want to put it out in a while but i think it was a mistake because there was some energy building right all these hip-hop 50 performances and ll and all the spotlight on him from younger and older and you drop a new record and you put it on a satellite service that not everyone has contrary to popular belief a lot of people use streaming services more than anything some people still use the regular radio more than they use Sirius XM, So having it be exclusive to Rock the Bells, I get it. But at the same time, there's just people who are not going to go get a subscription because of a song they're curious about. Now, thanks to YouTube, we all heard it. Uh, And it was dope. So I'm thinking if they were that close before, then they may have another follow-up song that they could drop in 2024 for everybody that get the momentum going and finally released his album because I'm curious to hear, you know, what's there because the first snippet of it was, was great. So there you have it. Uh, And lastly, a new album from Tyler, the creator. He has this schedule of releasing albums every two years in a row, which may happen. Because his last album was released in 2021, so 2024 would be time. And the main reason why I'm anticipating Tyler, the creator, is because he has been on a streak of dope albums. I think he's done maybe three or four in a row that had, that's made me a bigger fan. Like, I was, I was kind of a fan back in the our future days, but not really. You know, I had songs I like here and there. I wasn't really down for the shock rap and, you know, like I was kind of done with that. Like Eminem had did that and it was just like too much. Like, all right, we good, we good. That that era is over. But then he started releasing albums like the Igor album and the other album that I can't remember off the top of my head uh, with the bees on it, on the album cover, something like that. And then the, the joint with DJ Drum and I was like, I I, I want to hear what's next because everything has been really dope, and he's been in a really dope creative space. It's let me just soapbox real quick. It is always good as a fan or excellent experience when an artist is inspired. When an artist is inspired, a la Nas, well, you get that hit boy run. Like when you're truly inspired, right? Like. The words are coming to you differently. You've been, you know, you maybe you spent years rapping this way and rapping about this and you felt like that was the only thing you could rap about. And then all of a sudden, like this new world opens up and you're able to talk about all these things and still have them be dope and and grow as an artist. And I feel like he's grown as an artist. And I prefer this version of Tyler, the creator, more than I do the younger version of him so we'll see all right let's get into the other categories which are only like three albums uh (laughs) a piece the other category albums i'm curious about common and pete rock project now common announced this a while back in 2023 i'm saying a while back like it wasn't yesterday Uh, that he would be working on a joint project with Pete Rock. Then he went on to release like a freestyle or whatever with Premiere. I'm curious because Pete Rock can still make dope beats. Like Retropolitan with with, uh, Sky Zoo is Exhibit A. Go listen to that. Pete Rock can still make beats that are crazy. Common in recent years, has been more on the introspective side with his albums. And unfortunately, I think, and not that this is a bad thing, but I didn't like the song Glory, not what it it was about. I just didn't like it as a song, Um, mainly because of Common. I felt like it was the most basic version of Common you can get. It was a Dollar General version of Common to common fans. And I felt like him winning an Emmy and an Oscar and all of that based off of that song told him, Oh, well people like this. So then all of his songs became basic in the same way. And even though he dropped albums and I know other people didn't like it, um, but I thought it was cool. The album that came out, um, that was like a companion piece to his biography. Uh, his book or whatever. I thought it was cool, but I get it if a common fan is like, yo man, we're we're common. Where we're shot town. Like we're where we're the corner, right? Where where that at? It ain't on that album. And it kind of wasn't on the DJ premiere. <laughs> Freestyle. He still kind of sound really basic, like the hunger's not there. So I'm thinking the hunger for P. Rock is definitely there, and he's producing Common. So I need him to produce it, right? I need him, when he hear them basic bars coming out, He's he got to say, yo, dog, you're Common. I'm P. Rock. There's an expectation, right? There's a bar that Sky Zoo said, honestly, that you got to meet. So I'm curious. Curiously optimistic in some ways, but who knows? Madlib. Madlib is sitting on an EP he produced with Mac Miller, which I'm not the biggest Mac Miller fan. I don't dislike him, uh, but I don't go crazy for him like a lot of people do. But I'm curious, knowing those two getting together, I could hear Mac Miller's sound and, and wordplay over like full-on Mad Lib production. So I'm curious about that one. I'm also curious about Mad Lib and Dooms, uh, Mad uh, Mad Villainy 2, that supposedly he's still working on. I think we get the Mac Miller before we get the MF Doom joint, but I hope we get both. So there you have it. Uh, And lastly for albums I'm curious about, Hit Boy and Alchemist. Collaborate EP album, whatever it got to happen in 2024. You know why they did a song on Hit Boy's album. Um, the song was called I Think Slipping Into Darkness, right? Where Hit Boy rapped over Alchemist Beat and Alchemist rapped over Hit Boy's Beat on the same track. Put out a video, and it was so dope. It was so dope. It was, it was like what hip-hop fans want now? There's some people, you know, I, I get it. Some of y'all just mad to be mad and just like, yo, it was a hype, but what I need is a, a bacon button. Well, they didn't do it, okay? <laughs> Boy, Hit Alchemist sound good together, and especially over these types of beats. I think if they put out an EP that has this feel, and it's them two rapping over beats. And you know, bring in your main stage, you know what I'm saying? Like bring Nas in for a verse. Uh if they do an album. Bring in uh Who Alchemist. Oh, nah, don't bring in Boldy James. Come on, dog. Don't do it. I mean, you can bring him in. Bring in Larry June. Larry June, I could kind of stomach more than Boldy James. The disinterested rappers, I <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> but I just thought it was so dope, and I remember. When it came out, I tweeted something like, we need an album of this. Now, I know Hip Boy likes everybody's comments and retweets. And I kind of love that about him because I think it's what keeps people engaged with what he's working on and um, his music. Right. I think it just does. And he liked the comment. Then later on, I saw an interview where he said they have projects. So we're going to get something. So I'm very curious about that. And lastly, three hip-hop wishes. Right, I know I put up four like, bro, man, but I was kind of trying to get the other finger down. Three, if you're watching on video. Three hip-hop wishes for myself. Let's start off. With new Jay-Z out, right? Come on, Jay. I know how you get down. You and Beyonce, you're very sneaky, right? You're very stealthy with your drops and how and you you and I get it. You're prepared, right? You're fully prepared. You do everything. You cover everything. Tore everything. So when you start to leak, it's a slow leak to the flood, right? You think that leak is a leak? No, it's a flood behind that door. I think Jay Z is going to do something. I just don't know what it's gonna be. I know he's going to do something. I just don't know what it's going to be. And a lot of it has to do with 444 dropping a while ago. Uh, Dudes like Nas putting out like six projects and just all the tension and love and Grammy nods and all of that. And we know Jay-Z loves hip-hop and he can't just stand by 50 years of hip-hop. He's watching it. He's not even performing. He's not performing with anybody. He just did the museum in Brooklyn. And if you ain't from Brooklyn or you not visiting Brooklyn, you didn't get to see it, right? Um, not the museum, the the exhibit at the library in Brooklyn. But that was kind of all he did for the most part. And I, he did an interview with Gail. Um, and if you're like, Gail who? We don't need to say her last name. Rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, Where Jay-Z said, if I do an album, I can't just do an album. It has to be something important. It has to have some kind of meaning behind it. Now, I think he already knows what that is. But I think he wants it to be right. Long gone are the days where Jay-Z would drop an album every year and it was fire. That was the time. Every year he would drop a new album and it was hot and you were just like, this is crazy, right? Now he wants to have more purpose. Now, what I was thinking is, if you look at four 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 or four forty four, whatever it's called, that was Jay Z's most personal album to date. He's spoke about his real life or written about his real life in um, numerous songs and and verses. Over the years, but this was a whole album dedicated to that. And I, I liked it for that because I was like, oh, this is the first time he's actually being like really vulnerable and just letting it all out about his family, about his wife, his marriage, his kids, himself, insecurities. Like it was dope. But there's one thing that, you know, Jay-Z always wanted to do, but he hasn't done it yet. And the climate. Is right for it. And that's a conscious album. Now, I'm not talking about Pyramid Hats and Chew Sticks, Jay-Z. No. I'm just talking about an album where he's going to have a number of political points of views about the record industry, about business in general, about black people, because he's already been doing it a little bit. On 444, he did some of that, right? So I think... Jay's more interested in that than anything than to give you like a mogul talk album because he's been doing that for years. So we'll see. A Wu album. I think Wu-Tang dropped the ball like they they did had the final season of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. I did all kinds of videos with guests. Shout out to them. And it felt like at the end, we needed a new Wu album that just felt like the Wu we know. Now, I say felt like the Wu we know is because, unfortunately, the official Wu projects that have dropped, that were produced by RZA, just haven't been great. Now the ones that have been worked on by Mathematics are good. But then but it's not what fans want. Mathematics is really good at giving the woo that old woo sound, and it sounds great. But I need RZA behind the boards. I need RZA to say, how can it like RZA, Stop looking at your old sound as passing. How can I create that same energy today. And it's not going to come from some weird stuff, okay? It's not flutes and all of that, like shout out to Three Stacks, but no. Unless it sounds crazy, don't get me wrong. Uh, (laughs) But I want a Wu album. Or if we can't get a Wu-Tang Clan album this year, the long-rumored, in-development, Supreme Clientele 2, which when Ghost and Ray appeared on Drink Tent, Drink Champs, uh, I guess, a year or two ago now, um, Ghostface said that he was turning over the, or he wanted to at least, have Kanye executive produce it. Now, I don't know about that. Don't get me wrong. I hear beats from Kanye that I'm still like he kind of still got it. He's weird, but then I think about what I know about Supreme Clientele, and again, RZA. RZA was was a big part of that as well. You know, he didn't do all the beats, but he was he. I I think he was executive producer or he oversaw it, something like that. But he was involved, right? I need that. I need RZA to stop playing, man. And the other one, if we can't get those two, is what Raekwon mentioned during the lockdown, that there is a Only Built for Cuban Lynx 3 on the way. Now, I know you could say, oh, going back to the well too much. (laughs) You know, know, you're going to mess it up. I don't know. First one's a classic. Second one is a great album. So why not complete the trilogy, right? Two for two when it comes to those albums. Plus, also, I think this year I'm going to do a Raekwon tier list. I did a Ghostface. Most people know those albums, but most people don't know the Raekwon albums, and they assume that only the the Cuban Lynx joints are the ones that are good, which is not true. Uh, So there you have it with that. And the last one. My last wish, another thing I tweeted about, and the artist pressed the like button on it, Stove God Cooks. Now, I I, I think I know what the problem is because it makes absolutely no sense why we don't have a follow-up to his debut, which I believe dropped in 2020, that everybody went crazy for, um... I'm probably going to listen to today just because I haven't in a while, Stove God Cooks is, to me, taking what Griselda does and everybody like that, Rock Marcy, all these these guys that kind of all rap in the same lane and the same vocal tone, which I all love, but he's different. Stove God is different. He brings a different flair and flavor to it. And He's now with Griselda Records, but he is he does hooks and he gives us a verse here and there, and that's it. Now, the thing that I suspect is there's some legal issues. And I'm not talking about crimes. I think there might have been some legal issues holding up uh him releasing a new project on Griselda Records because they just don't talk about it that much. And I know He was with Rock Marciano. If you don't know, he was with Rock Marciano. They did that first debut. That went crazy. Um, And then they had some kind of situation and Stove God went to uh, Griselda Records and then a leaked follow-up to his uh, debut album, Leaked, which some people suspected Rock Marci leaked it. And then it was just... Features and hooks for Stove God. In 2024, we need a proper follow-up and it got to be crazy because now we've waited way too long, right? You're talking about four years. Two years was cool, but you're talking about four years. Nah, it's, it's time or we're going to be back in the J Electronica lane where we're like, guess it was just that one thing and that that's it. <laughs> so. Uh, and then that's a, that. That's another one that's rumored: J Electronica, Griselda. Who knows? We'll see. That's gonna do it for me. What is your most anticipated project that you know is coming out with? in 2024? Any wishes? Anything you hope comes out? I and mean, then you're just curious about 2024. How do you think this year will compare to next year? leave your comments in the comment section below i do reply to comments i do read them uh we are trying in 2024 to get to 500 subscribers so if you see and hear what you like hit the like button subscribe and most importantly share it with people you know enjoy this kind of content until next time y'all i'm not a critic i'm a fan happy new year